Whenever I heard someone boast of having conquered a mountain by climbing it or a wild river by running it, I am struck by the foolishness of this attitude. It seems to be pitiful bravado, it constantly pits the ego against the matrix of being, conveying the harmful illusion that one created can dominate the creation of which it is part and on which it depends for its very life. Tilda Lorraine Anderson. Is collective humanity an arrogant fool? Yes. If not in our individual proclivity to believe we are the superior est creation then in the masses who shun their consciences and congeal into unthinking mobs willing to storm the capital at the behest of a self-absorbed, wannabe dictator. Confidence is a key ingredient helping people overcome challenges. Arrogance, confidence pumped full of brain-mangling steroids, strips away the healthy respect we should have for other beings making us vulnerable to our inherent shortcomings. Confidence strengthens. Arrogance weakens. It is precisely this hubris that leads us into an unhealthy relationship with Earth. We come to see her not as teacher rather as student which is opposite to the naturally established hierarchy. It is like expecting an infant to teach complex lessons to a parent or grandparent. A lesson or few may work its way into the elder's soul but, for the most part, the lessons need to travel the other direction, follow the natural inclination from experience to tabla rasa slowly populating the slate with colorful chalk. This natural order twisted to assuage man's arrogant ego leads to the mistaken belief nature can be conquered. Sure, there may be small victories such as summiting Everest, swimming the English Channel but these are Pyrrhic for nature is a long game, a multi-millennium game and, in the long run, nature always emerges victorious just like entropy can only be staved for so long until the energy to defend it off is exhausted. What was conquered with the summit or the swim? The mind was conquered. The strength to push through pain and the mind begging, on the body's behalf, to quit, grab an adult beverage and relax. Our arrogance fools us into believing we can destroy or save Earth. What about global warming, you say? I have absolutely no doubt humanity is contributing to the escalating global temperatures. But, escalating temps will not destroy the plant. Not even nuclear Armageddon can destroy Earth. Both will, however, fundamentally alter the planet as we know it and may lead to the mass extinction of the human species which is not detrimental to the long-term viability of Gaia. It may even lead to long-term Earth health if the next dominant species has a more benevolent view of nature, a species that would look at an unspoiled land and not ask the asinine questions, what is it good for? That question exposes an attitude that is morally bankrupt, a view that can't visage the inherent sanctity of all beings, seeing only that which benefits themselves is worthy of existence. If one applied the same criteria to elections, not a politician would ever win office let alone abuse it for personal gain at the expense of the constituents. Earth is resilient. She survived the age of dinosaurs and the catastrophe that wiped the giant lizards from the surface leaving only the bones to tantalize future generations and wreak havoc with the theology of the myopic religious zealots and their woefully incomplete holy books. Global warming and COVID-19, the Kraken unleashed, may very well be the mechanism Pangaea is leveraging to eradicate the infestation that is humanity like a scalding dishwasher erases dangerous viruses. Some good virus may be lost in the process but that's a small price to pay for sustained health in the long game. And when that new future ascends the evolutionary ladder into self-awareness, they will look upon the bones of cities reclaimed by nature and be intrigued that a race of billions disappeared. March 31, 2021